This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Greetings, constant listeners. It's Jen to the Rage Adams. What you're about to hear is a clip from our latest Patreon exclusive series, The Soul's Midnight, which sees the losers put down Stephen King for a minute and talk about some real life spooky tales. This time around, to accompany their coverage on 1999's Hearts in Atlantis, they're digging into the declassified case files surrounding the CIA's involvement with psychics, specifically with the Stargate Project. They also touch upon related topics like MKUltra, hypnosis, and the men in black. Special guest includes Neil McRobert of the Talking Scared podcast. So how do you hear the full thing? Become a member of our Patreon, The Barons. It's there you can unlock over 100 hours worth of exclusive content, from our Stephen King archival series to our new Dark Tower Detour show to over a dozen commentaries on all your favorite Stephen King movies. You can subscribe now through the link in the description of this episode, or you can visit www.patreon.com slash thebarons. Hope to see you there over long days and pleasant nights. And I did a lot of research um, into some, I just pulled a few threads that kind of emerged when we were talking about Hearts in Atlantis, and uh, I got some fun stuff. So yeah, essentially the kicking off point for this, we were initially going to talk about Men in Black and G-Men, and we are going to do that a little bit later because it definitely ties in. But when we were talking about the Hearts in Atlantis film adaptation and the way that William Goldman swapped out the Dark Tower lore for, um, like, basically Anthony Hopkins' character is a psychic who is being um, pursued by the U.S. government who want to use him for experiments. And I'd heard, you know, talk about how the CIA wanted to use a lot of supernatural, you know, or tapped into supernatural things starting, I mean, officially, like, the psychic stuff mostly happened in the 70s and 80s. But -hmm. the thing is, it goes back. Like, the thing, I I, I was, was, you know, on some of the... the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I don't know, the sites that collect a lot of old declassified sort of things. And I was reading a lot of stuff and, you know, I found stuff from the forties that was mm-hmm. talking about uh, hypnosis and mind control and, and MK ultra kind of shit. So I think this stuff has roots that go way back. I'm sure, you know, people who are more versed in this could, could educate me, but, but I think uh, a lot of the stuff we're going to talk about primarily was in the seventies and eighties, which was project Stargate. So this actually, this stuff was actually happening after the events of Hearts in Atlantis, which totally. was in 1960. But again, I'm sure that all of this stuff was being utilized well before that. Um, yeah. But yeah. Oh, Mike, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, one of the things I found in, in my research is that a lot of this kind of dies, dovetails into um, two names that we've, I feel like we've kind of brushed upon on this podcast, but uh, we've certainly talked about on Halloweenies, especially when we were going over the conjuring were the Warrens and that, you know, (laughs) one of the things that I kind of saw the parallels there is that a lot of this sort of um, psychic science has roots in the, the spiritualist movements and all. Oh yeah. You know? And so, you know, now that we know so much about the Warrens, you can kind of take some parallels there too, because there's a lot of debunking that's happened since then with a lot of these things. But one of the names that really kind of, 
came into mind. And I, I felt like uh, Egon Spengler in uh, the Ghostbusters uh, coming upon this <laughs> name was uh, a, a name uh, by the name Madame Blavatsky. Um, it's Helena, uh, Helena uh, Blavatsky. Um, she was, uh, I mean, this goes way, way back. I mean, you know, like she was born in like 1831. She died in 1891. She was oh, like so a, predates the uh, Long Island medium by a long shot. Okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> it was the, the predates the Tunguska uh, explosion um, of 18, no, but uh, she was, so she was a Russian <laughs> author uh, and she co-founded the Theosophical Society in 1875. And she basically gained this international following as a leading theoretician of theosophy um now the thing that's interesting with her is that um she she i mean she basically like embarked in like a series of world travels in like 1849 she was like visiting europe the americas india um and she like basically encountered a bunch of different groups that basically that, that and, and contemporary critics have then since debunked her these travels but ultimately uh all this knowledge, hey don't trust the debunkers man the debunkers always have an agenda they do they do and there's a lot of discussion on that respect with the cia stuff that we'll go into <laughs> but um get blackpilled here but um the by the early 19 by the early 1870s though um she was involved in this, in a very early spiritualist uh movement and i mentioned all this only because i do think that there's important to have some sort of context of knowing just how far the roots go back with this oh uh, yeah you know because you know eventually um she relocated to the united states in 1873 um and in 1875 she co-founded the theosophical society um with henry Steele olcott and william kwan judge and she published isis unveiled now that's not the isis that we're used to knowing the, the, the evil um you know cadre that we we talk about in the, the media now that the but, cia funded yeah that the cia funded um but this actually kind of out this is a book that outlines her theosophical worldview and basically she sees it as like the synthesis of like science religion philosophy philosophy and it kind of gets into this whole ancient wisdom which underlays a lot of the the sort of world religions and ultimately like what this does is kind of open the door for like almost kind of like what Stephen King says with the dark tower is like, there are other worlds than these. There's the idea that there's the metaphysical, the spiritual that we can connect in that way with our open minds. And, you know, that's after decades and decades and decades of certain, you know, people talking and taking these type of things. But it is interesting to go back to Blavatsky and see how, where this all started. And then you can kind of like with any religion kind of go, eh, okay. So was that, she the one? Was she the one who was pulling ectoplasm out of people? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I don't know about that. Um, I have not seen that, but um, yeah. she, you know, maybe she ended up being the librarian in uh, at the you know New York Public Library um, and, and hang out there. <laughs> well, yeah, that <laughs> the, whole the, the thing about Blav- oh, go ahead, Neil. Sorry, no, the thing about Blavatsky as well is that her the kind of antediluvian stuff about the other you know, Hyperboreans and this ancient religion that goes back tied in both to Lovecraft. There would have been no Lovecraft without Blavatsky. And also was kind of like the foundation for so much of Hitler and, and the oh, Third Reich's um, melding of, of science or pseudoscience and and the kind of military estate, and, and which is exactly the thing that then feeds into the whole CIA, you know, the MKUltra, all that sort of stuff. It's a, it's a precursor for that. Absolutely. Whether in real terms, whether in, you know, the, the you know, Project Paperclip and all that. They, they, they took those scientists and it, it factored in, in real terms into 
the melding of of spiritualism and science, or whether it was just a cultural thing, I don't know. But it is kind of wheels within wheels. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love that you brought that up. And I think that's really important to note is that this was like an ongoing evolution. And, and a lot of what, um, you know, Hitler was doing, uh, like, that extended to what the Russians were doing and that extended to what the Americans were doing because, you know, the U.S. was so concerned about what China and Germany and uh, Russia were always doing that they were pursuing a lot of these experiments because they heard they were. Mm-hmm. And um, but there was and so but the melding of sort of the political and the cultural, I think, is important, too, because astrology and spiritualism has always been sort of a playground for the rich in a lot of ways. Um when I talk about spiritualism and the the ectoplasm, like that was very almost entertainment. I think for a lot of high society people, was they would go see these spiritualists. Uh, I mean, I'm 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 hazy on the timeline. I I have like a vague understanding. I'm pretty sure it was like early 1900s, late 1800s. There was uh you know spiritualists who, and like if you read like Hell House, like uh, Richard Matheson's mm-hmm. uh, book, like there's a lot of talk about the ectoplasm coming out of people, and that you know that was you know debunked. But you know I don't trust fact checkers. <laughs> All right. That's not fun for this podcast. And so um, but I think a lot of that stuff was that rich people loved this kind of stuff like and uh, rich people are the ones who, you know, uh, they're the ones who are mingling with uh, government officials at a lot of cocktail parties. And uh, in a lot of the research I was doing, it's like essentially a lot of the the sparks for what would become stuff like Stargate and Sunstreak and uh, even MKUltra to a degree were just conversations with high society people who were like, you know, I can read minds, you know? And they're just like, oh, really? Maybe, you know, maybe you'd want to fund this arm of the government that could pursue that um, and see if we can cultivate that sort of thing. Um, I just like this sidebar that I read. I was reading, I did a lot of research in the book Phenomena by um, the journalist Annie Jacobson, which came out, I believe, in 2016. And that is kind of a really big deep dive into the use of of psychics and clairvoyance within the CIA. Um in the 70s and 80s and uh but you know i i have a lot of other sources i'll mention as we go but um but yeah uh there was a this uh, san francisco socialite in the 70s um and 80s named joan quigley and she uh she was a, a big part of public like people were obsessed with her because it came out that she would cast star charts for uh ronald reagan and um and Quigley wrote, not since the days of the Roman emperors and never in the history of the United States presidency has an astrologer played such a significant role in the nation's affairs of state. And when a reporter uh, with United Press International asked the president whether he believed that psychics could see the future, he said, I found it difficult to write them off entirely. The scriptures say there will be such people. So, you know, they love dabbling with this stuff, like the people in power. Well, it's um, it's telling, too. I mean, you mentioned the aristocratic, uh, you know, societies and stuff like it's telling that like some of the founders of the or the the main personalities that would go in to drive the stargate experiment like came from scientology (laughs) yeah i was gonna i was gonna bring that up yeah like Like, that's the thing is the roots and then that's one of the things i want to say about stargate which is for as for as eerie as it seems on the outset which is this whole idea of psychics operating within the cia there one of the things that just kind of emerges is how goddamn fucking loony the people running it were yeah. and these are people who are in in like high 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 places of power and 
Uh, one of the one great source was John, uh, the, the journalist John Ronson, the British journalist. He's incredible. I love most of his books. But in the early 2000s, he produced um, a documentary called Crazy Rulers of the World that was uh, an accompaniment to his book, The Men Who Stare at Goats, which was made into a movie that was mostly panned. Uh, but that that book is a lot about um, Project Stargate, the use of psychics in the CIA, but also uh, it's it's sort of a general overview of the ways that the U.S. was trying to pursue non-lethal uh, means of combat. Like, what can what can we do without having to buy guns? You know what I mean? And uh, and that docu series is great because it really tracks the ways that a lot of these early, more I- idealistic ideas of what non-lethal combat or spycraft could be. Um, this psychic stuff led to a lot of the kinds of uh, f- uh, psychological torture that became so pronounced post 9-11. Um, and it really draws a line between those two things. And it also shows how psychics uh, post 9-11 were still being used by the CIA to some degree, um, or at least dabbled with. But I don't think there's an official program that we know about that's going on. Yeah, but- I, I, I think a lot of this too ties back um, someone who's raised Catholic but no longer a practitioner. Uh, the idea of indulgences, which the high society, you could literally buy pieces of saints' mm. bones to offset your sins to get to heaven. <laughs> so I think yeah, historically, yeah, yeah. there's always been people that have disposable income. I mean, they're always going to be prey for some sort of psychic or charlatan, right? Like, you're going to easily target these people that can just piss away money. So the fact that the legacy in America of, you know, the CIA spending tons of money of its military income on psychics and research it doesn't seem like that much of a surprise to me <laughs> but yeah but yeah. what's telling about it and, and this is so emblematic of the country itself is that like the the two ruling factors or the two notable facts that i i took away from this is that one like yes they did they did do this this operation mostly in the same vein as the space race where it's like well they're doing it so we gotta yeah. do it two if it was for a peaceful means they really didn't pour a lot of money comparatively to like what the military usually gets like i mean it's 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 a it's like pennies compared to like what yeah. ma- major military yeah, projects are but, out but also there. The, the but the mental abuse of some of the people like when you look at mk ultra like it yeah. damaged a lot of people but oh, they don't oh, care yeah. about that though but also, i mean that's but it created it created though like ken kesey though who did like one flew over the yeah. cuckoo's nest right and yeah. like, I think I don't know if Allen Ginsberg was directly tied, but a lot of his compatriots were. So it's I guess in, you take the good and the bad. We're going to talk a lot more about MK Ultra in a bit because, man, the tendrils of that you can follow them so far. Uh, but and MK Ultra, I think, was a lot more well funded than something like Stargate. Stargate totally. was essentially born from the drippings of MK Ultra. Like it was essentially like, hey, let's uh, branch off into this other little arm and try to explore this. But you're right, Dan, in that this was a really shoddy operation, like Stargate, in a kind of a funny way. Like when you do a lot of the research, they were basically um, in a little shack. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, somewhere I can't remember exactly where but it was like a little shack was where a lot of this stuff was being operated and it went through a ton of names like we're calling it Project Stargate but um, it had many names in it it evolved a lot it was known as Sunstreak for a long time and uh, yeah let me just break down sort of the basics of it um, it descended from projects that were being conducted by the Stan-